This week on Show Me Your News, Pokemon, Xamas, and This World, we cover them all in this week's Rundown. With Deoxys announced as being reserved to a Pokeball, it may have upset some fans, but what does this mean for the future character considerations? If Pokemon gets another representative spot, who has the best chance of getting it now? The Samus Zamus debate has finally appeared on the website. In hindsight, how foolish should we all appear analyzing this mystery? And what could still be to come for the blonde beauty and skin-tight, leather-like materials? In controversially the best and most WTF update so far, we were hit on Friday with This World. What does this even mean? Is there any deep symbolism behind this update? And how could this idea be logically developed? New to the podcast this week is a section called Show Yourself, where Smashers get to introduce themselves on the air with melee background and brawl anticipation alike. Since it's a new section, I'll formally introduce myself to show you all what I'm envisioning for this section. This week's brawl viewpoint comes to us from Class Mint of the Dawn Patrol and centers around the music updates and Fire Emblem character inclusions. Why should music updates not be seen as a disappointing update? Will Marth get the boot and which Fire Emblem character or characters should best represent the series? Plus, will discuss how he feels on these matters. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Bros. Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from Smash World Forums at smashboards.com and from the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host Yoko with Welcome Smashers one and all, this is Show Me Your News, formerly known as The Dojo. I am Yoko and this is still your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I'd like to welcome any new Smashers listening to the podcast for the first time and I'd like to thank Scav for moderator support for this project. Now, for first-time listeners, Show Me Your News recaps the biggest news from the Dojo website and features weekly community involvement in a section called Brawl Viewpoint. In the rundown, I personally provide an average Smasher's opinion in a logical, thought-out manner as I recap the website's news. It is simply my intent to provide you all with a weekly podcast full of the latest Brawl news. And I know, we can all get rather impatient at the lack of Brawl-related tidbits on the weekend. In terms of podcast news as covered in the intro, new this week to Show Me Your News is a section called Show Yourself, where you get to introduce yourself and personally discuss your Smash background and what you're looking forward to most about Brawl. I'll be introducing yours truly this week, so you can all get a taste of what to expect. Also, Sariku Uchiha's Who's In section from last week has been shifted to becoming bi-weekly so we can put in more time and dedication to this section. Can't wait to hear who's in next week, Sariku. Now, let's recap this controversial week that was, it's... The Rundown! Following Monday's update with the Star Fox Space Armada music update, Tuesday introduced us to the next Pokémon announced as a Pokéball-bound character. 
the one and only Deoxys. And while there were tremors of anger amidst the boards of how could Sakurai mess this up by not making Deoxys playable, I think we have to keep in mind a couple points. Ideally, if Deoxys was going to be in, Mewtwo was going to probably have to be out. Both being psychic legendary Pokémon, and probably floaty characters at that, it would have been all too easy to consider them clones, at the very least Luigi-fied ones. We know Sakurai is trying to eliminate pure clones for this game, and having both Deoxys and Mewtwo in the Pokémon spectrum would have caused a lack of balance in that regard. Now, if you're trying to make the point of Pikachu and Pichu in Melee, though, don't. This is Brawl we're talking about here, and if we learned anything on the last podcast, there are several Melee arguments that just will not transfer over. This is one of them. Really though, for all the Deoxys supporters out there, I feel your pain. Not that I was a supporter of him, but yes, it does bite to lose someone that you were hoping to play as. I understand that. But now is not the time for that. We have to look forwards to the future. Who will get the nod from the Pokemon franchise now that Deoxys, a frontrunner for the space, has been shunned? Since Melee's released, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and Diamond and Pearl have been released, so now there are plenty of characters to choose from. With four generations of Pokemon, I think now is a better time than ever to include a fighting type into Smash Brothers, a fighting game, even though if the Pokemon is only part fighting. Fan favorites and logical suggestions have included Lucario, a steel and fighting type, and Blaziken, a fire and fighting type. In this head-to-head matchup, I have to give the nod to Lucario. Blaziken evolves from one of your starter Pokemon from Ruby and Sapphire, Torchic. This puts it along the same kind of lines as Blastoise, Charizard, and Venusaur, who as we all know are reserved for the Pokeball slot, even though Meganium, Typhlosion, and Feraligator weren't included as such from the Gold and Silver franchise. Lucario, on the other hand, is one of the Pokemon Company's most marketable Pokemon from Diamond and Pearl, Generation 4. This is especially evident through the movie Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, where Lucario is one of the few non-legendary Pokemon to have a primary role in a Pokemon movie. With Diamond and Pearl's vast success on top of everything else, it's hard to see any reason why Lucario wouldn't make it as one of the better fits in the Brawl roster. While there may be other choices that you're mulling around in your mind, you have to remember that everything comes down to marketability and money. This is a corporate world, unfortunately, and that's the way things are. So Cubone or any other characters of that sort won't make it as a playable character because that decision won't make as much money as a popular choice like Lucario would. For now, we'll just have to see how Nintendo, Sora, and the Pokemon Company decide to use their assets best. We all wondered when it would come since it was one of the major mysteries for this game, and on Wednesday we got our wish as we discovered the Samus-Zamus correlation. However, the Smash world seemed to have an earthquake rocket, as it was not what everyone was hoping for. It seems that Samus's zero laser final smash attack causes the power suit to fall off, revealing the armless bounty hunter. Plus, as an unnecessary effect, you can throw the power suit parts at your enemies once they fall off Samus's body. Now why is everyone just the slightest bit aggravated? Because it's not what people wanted. Something that stays relatively loyal to the Metroid games, and it's not what people wanted. I mean, we couldn't believe the infamous, under certain conditions, quote, and we couldn't believe the trailer because that was for cinematic purposes, just like Wario's Chopper, right? Because, you know, that hasn't shown up in the game at all. But everything is a cataclysm here on Smashboards, it seems, so let me try to provide a voice of reason to calm the chaos. All hope should not be lost by those wishing to play as Xamus, but without items. 
This game is Sakurai's life at the moment, we all know that, and I don't think he would make such a mistake on a game that will probably define his career. We also have to realize that the amount of marketing Xamas has gotten with this game rivals Pit, Meta Knight, and any of the other newcomers. She's had her own segment in each of the trailers and her own separate character update as a newcomer the very next day on the website. Just because Sakurai says that two characters, who are obviously the same person, are tied through a final smash, that doesn't mean that this is the only bond. That's just being close-minded. So what can we still expect to see in terms of the blonde beauty? If she is selectable from the character select screen, that would obviously silence all the critics. Even if she is sheikified, and yes, that's an original word there, with a pre-fight transformation such as holding down A, that would even cease any concerns. But for Sakurai being quoted as wanting to include more Metroid characters, I think it's foolish to say that he'll only include Zero Suit Samus as a cameo because of a new item for Brawl, despite how often she's appeared in screenshots and the like. Unless that means he's also including everyone's favorite space dragon, but that would just cause another pseudo-eruption, now wouldn't it? Basically, everyone made way too much out of this website update than it really needed to be. The Zero laser does look like it owns. The throwing of the power suit pieces is a little cheesy, but it's manageable. But it does not confirm anywhere that this is the only way that Zero Suit Samus will be playable. Not even in her character update does this confirm that the Final Smash transformation is the only way she'll be playable. If you have to take one thing from this update though, it is this. Sakurai is truly the master of mind games. And that Master of Mind Games assessment couldn't be any truer after checking out Friday's update. One glimpse of a game mode called This World, and Smash fans knew that they would be left befuddled as they headed into the weekend. As most people have determined, the update tells the story of the world of Smash Bros, where trophies are made to fight. Fighting is all that these trophies know, it is their life, and losing is akin to death to them. Trophies of Mario and Kirby are shown coming to life, and it is assumed that Mario wins the battle, as he has seen reviving Kirby back from trophy form. As they come to some sort of agreement, we learn that if the rules of this world are broken by someone or something, the world will pay a terrible price. As the halberd arrives overhead, we get a glimpse of... him. Now who is this fellow, you asked? Well, the fact is, nobody really knows. Some say this figure shrouded in purple darkness is possibly a corrupted form of Mario. A servant of Master and Crazy Hand, maybe or the new wireframe for this game. Basically, any theory goes, since we're totally left in the dark. There are basically tons of questions to be asked about this update, and we don't have any answers for any of them. I believe the general consensus that most people are coming to about this update, though, is that it is actually explaining a backstory to the world of Smash Bros, and it could very well be developed into a one-player mode for Brawl. It has been implied for quite some time now that Master and Crazy Hand are the hands of a young child who rule over this world. They, in essence, govern the fights, which would explain the idea of fighting is the sole reason of their existence. It's very possible that we could be playing the role of the trophies, trying to rebel against the hands, and whatever this Mr. Mystery guy is, to change the gladiator-esque life of trophies as we know it. If Sakurai actually made this one-player mode into a dynamic story mode instead of a tedious adventure, it would no doubt be a great step forward for this series. There is speculation galore with this update, and it's all because of a bad habit that Sakurai has by updating not to answer questions, but only to cause more. An example of this is the question of why is the halberd there in the sky? Is one of the hands using it to deliver their puppet purple dude? Or is Meta Knight somehow behind this? 
is there really any importance to the clouds? Because, ooh, Bowser's face and Ridley's too is in there. And there's Ganon and Sonic. Really? Because I call that coincidence on that one. Also, am I supposed to be scared by Smoke Smash Man? He really doesn't look like any frightening embodied form of discipline. Plus, smoking is bad, kids. Regardless, the amount of questions that have surfaced because of a truly vague update is absurd. And at the same time, though, it's rather fascinating to see the community come together and form new ideas about something that we're all completely in the dark on. If you really want my take on it, it is this. I think that this is the new story mode for one player mode, but how Sakurai set up the update in storyboard fashion, it's very possible that this is also the opening sequence to the game, or at least part of it. I think that you, the player, will use a character and go through the story mode to save your comrades from becoming trophies in a revolution against Master and Crazy Hand, and like always, fight them as a final boss. There may be a key fight in the middle somewhere where you have to save a fellow trophy that happens to be a real-life rival. That would make the story interesting and give people the rival battles that they've been looking for. As for our goo buddy, I I'm clueless. I think I'm almost more stumped as what to call him, actually. Someone needs to come up with a Smashboard's official name for this guy to use in the interim before Sakurai does. Anyway, it's safe to say that everybody just wants to know what is wrong with this world. And now it's time to introduce... Show Yourself. As I explained before, this is a segment where Smashers get to introduce themselves to the community. It's in essence like introducing yourself on the meet and greet forum, except formally, you aren't completely new to SWF, and you're on Show Me Your News. Ideally, this will trade off weeks with Sariku Uchiha's Who's In, and it just might feature more than one Smasher per segment. To get things rolling though, I'll introduce myself officially to you all. The name's Yoko. Brawl tag of Y-O-K-O. I hail from the University of Michigan and 4th Doug at Bursley Hall, where the crew 5th Column owns the floor. Nay, the dorm. Nay, the campus. Alright, so maybe I'm not a member yet, but I thought I'd give those fellas a shout out there. I started playing Smash in 2003 with Melee, which is when my parents caved in and got the family a GameCube. Yes, I was deprived of a console, period, for that long. So no, I wasn't raised on Smash 64 like most of you might have been. Just how good am I? Well, I suppose you can say I'm rather... average. I'm not a total noob, and I can use advanced techniques, level 9 computers are no big deal, I've unlocked everything in Melee, etc, etc, but I am by no means very skilled. I'd probably get semi-owned if I go up against some of you guys, I'll admit that, but I'd probably hold my own and maybe pull off victories against some others. So I'm rather middle of the road, I suppose. This is generally why I take an average smasher perspective, and you'll never hear me say, Pwn you noobs and such from me. Well, you know, that doesn't count, I'm just making a point. So who do I main? I main Captain Falcon and Fox, and while I'm planning on using them in Brawl as well, I'm looking forward to trying to main Pit and Sonic, that's assuming he's in, for the next Smash installment. I think I'm looking forward to the online part of Brawl the most, mostly due to my limited online gaming experience being a Nintendo supporter my whole life. The chance to smash with all of you who support Show Me Your News sounds too good to be true, and I can't wait until the day we hear more about Brawl Online. It's really a pleasure for me to bring all of you Show Me Your News each week. I hope that together as a community we can wait out the long weeks until Brawl hits. I hope to hear from you all for this section as we build this fantastic Super Smash Bros. Brawl community together.
That's all for Show Yourself. I'll put instructions on how to submit this and other sections up on the forum thread. With that complete, it's time for this week's... Brawl Viewpoint. This week's Brawl Viewpoint comes to us from Kles Mint, once again of the Dawn Patrol, talking about music updates and Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> now, music updates are the cliched catchphrase of the Dawn Patrol, and Fire Emblem is a franchise that has really come into light outside of Japan since Melee's release. So what does this hold for the game itself? Let's pass it over to Kles himself. Yo, Kles Mint of the Dawn Patrol here. Today I'll be talking about the music of Brawl, and a discussion on Fire Emblem characters and their chances of making it into the game. Okay, so let's start with music. In my opinion, the music updates rock. The reason is that they not only give us a bit more info, but they also give us something to listen to and to tie us off until the bigger news hits. This is a great idea for Sakurai to use, since it brings more hype to the game. My opinion aside, others have said that they hated the music updates. When asked why, some said things like, the music updates suck, because they don't really give us any more info and the updates could be spent on better things, like veterans or newcomers or stages. Even others had said that they are indifferent to the music updates. They don't care as long as we get an update. Remember, beggars can't be choosers. Alright, now, Fire Emblem characters. First one I'll bring up is Hector. In my opinion, Hector would be a perfect character to have in Brawl because of his axe. Having an axe wielder in Brawl would be a great change of pace from the regular swordsman and hand-to-hand -hand combatants. However, even though he's unique, Hector has a low chance of actually being in because he isn't well liked in Japan, the way Marth or Sigurd is. Though Sakurai has stated that he isn't interested in just all of the most popular characters getting in, since he seems to like older, more obscure characters better. My final thoughts on Hector are that while he would be a great addition, he's not likely due to differing regional popularity. Okay, now on to the infamous Marth vs. Ike topic. Marth is the Lord, also known as main character, of the first and third Fire Emblem games. He's very popular in Japan because of that. None of his games were released here in America, so having Marth in Melee wasn't going to happen. Originally, Marth and Rory weren't going to be added to the American version of Melee, since the Fire Emblem games didn't even exist here then. However, the localization team of NOA started to like the two swordsmen and persuaded the company to allow them to stay in the game. While he was great in Melee, he's my main, I don't know if he'll make an appearance in Brawl due to his games not being released in America. However, since he was well received in Melee, we just might see him return. On a side note, Rory will most likely not be in Brawl, since he was basically just an advertisement for his game, Fire Emblem Sword of Seals in Melee. Now, onto Ike. This is the Lord character from Fire Emblem Path of Radiance for the GameCube. While I don't know much about him since I haven't played the game, I do know that he's a perfect candidate for brawler status. He and his game are well liked by both Americans and the Japanese. Because of this, and the fact that he's the newest of all the Fire Emblem characters, it would be stupid not to include him. So, looks like Ike wins on this one. Well, that's the end of this. Hope you enjoyed it. Kles Mint of the Dawn Patrol, out. Fascinating and tight guitar playing, man. Alright, with that, that's been this week's... Brawl Viewpoint. 
Would you like to hear your brawl opinions and views played here on Show Me Your News? Send a wave, MP3, or a WMA file with you discussing a topic of your choosing to dojopodcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-J-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And you may hear your voice and rant featured and heard as the next brawl viewpoint. You may also get your views heard by sending your discussion in text format to D-O-J-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com to have Yoko read your opinions on the air. Suggested length for discussion is roughly 1.5 to 2 pages in length, single-spaced. Submissions will be taken through the Friday before the episode's premiere. Well, that's going to do it here for Show Me Your News. I'd like to personally thank Kles Mint for sending in his Brawl viewpoint, and here's hoping you can send in yours, too. My name is Yoko, and you can either post on the Show Me Your News topic in general Brawl discussion, private message me, or email me at dojopodcast at gmail.com for feedback and suggestions for next time. I'd like to also thank those listening to Show Me Your News for the very first time. I hope you enjoyed it and hope you look forward to future weeks. Next week, like every week, I'll go over the week that was on smashbros.com. Maybe these updates next week will answer some questions and not just create more. With that, I'm Yoko, and I'm out. This has been Show Me Your News, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Brothers Brawl. All support comes from Smash World Forums at smashworld.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. This week's shout-out goes to Fariel. He came up with a new podcast name, and it couldn't be any more puntastic. Thanks, Ma. Show me a new! Ladies and gentlemen, the Yoko Barbershop Quartet now proudly presents for your listening entertainment, Pokemon Stadium. Enjoy. Oh.